Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever the mission, home or away, Enterprise helps over 120,000 people every day. With vans of all shapes and sizes, if you have a plan, Enterprise has a van. No matter if you need to rent for an hour, a day, a week or longer, Enterprise offers great rates for you or your business. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Tuesday, my friends. And welcome, of course, to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And, of course, you can check me out on Drive Time this week and every week, Tuesday to Friday from 4pm. Today, I'm with Charlie Austin. Anyway, more of that later. We begin with Everton and their manager, Frank Lampard, who, of course, in the last episode of the podcast, questioned his players' mental resilience after their defeat to Crystal Palace. Moni Moni Simon Jordan thinks Lamps has to shoulder some of the blame for not getting his squad up for the fight. Back to the drawing board for Frank Lampard and Everton with that league campaign and important games looming large. What I see is a team that can't react to adversity. The first 15 minutes of that game, Everton were at it, on it, across it and over it. On the front foot, Palace couldn't get out of their half. They couldn't get a ball to feet without being snapped at by an Everton player. Of course, they lose Townsend. It changes a slight balance, but not that much. Bang, can see the goal. Gone. No backbone, nothing. They can't recover. To, they're, like a, they're like a punch-resistant fighter that lost his punch resistance. The moment he gets hit, the next punch comes in knocks him out. Everton are like that. That's where his problem is. It isn't about tactics or techniques or having the balls to step in. It's about how you recover from adversity. This team have no punch resistance. They have no ability to recover from something. Maybe when you're not losing, maybe at Goodison they're not losing a lot of the time. So they're not losing, they're not having to recover from adversity. And yeah. they win 1-0 against Newcastle. The moment they go behind, boom, they're gone. If you haven't got the confidence to play, then I'll, you can quickly flip it and say, have you got the... That's the football reality. And what does that tell you? That's your job, Frank. That's your job to build in the resistance. It's your job to build the ability to be overcome adversity. It's your job to make sure these players understand that what you don't do is you don't stop when you get punched. You carry on and you push someone back. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. What Everton did in the first 15 minutes, after the 25th minute, they were not in this game. Now, we will hear from former Spurs midfielder Jamie O'Hara and Ali McCoy. but first is Daniel Murphy, claiming Lampard's squad selection needs to come under fire as well. There's a lack of leadership. Sometimes when you're struggling, you just need a few of you around to calm each other down and, and know what... I learned from senior players on how to do it. Didier Mann, Gary McAllister, people talking you through games when it's not going so well. Where Frank's got to take some responsibility, I think is that he might talk about... I'm sure he's learning about his players as he goes by, don't get me wrong, and the, and the lack of squad depth. 
which is ridiculous considering what they've spent. But he does keep putting same people out there who are making the same mistakes. You can get players who can run around like headless chickens and make tackles, and that's great. All well and good. Well done. But the players who've got the balls to get on the ball in pressurised situations when your back's against the wall and you need someone to say, I will get on it and I'll make the team play and I'll make something happen. They're the players you want when you're in a dogfight. And I don't think Everton have got them players. And that's number four. That is rubbing salt into the wound for Everton. My job title is quite vast as a manager, but to, to get inside the heads and change that with a flick of a switch is, is not possible. I think Frank's quite right to be disappointed in the manner of the performance after the goals went in. There seemed to be a, you know, uh, an ex- more, more of an acceptance that it wasn't going to be their day, if you know what I mean. I felt for them. I don't think it was a 4 nothing game. As much as I enjoyed Palace's performance and they're on this, this run, I know they had a good result in, on Thursday night against Newcastle, but oh, they're under pressure. They really are under pressure. And as Chelsea made their way back to Wembley for a semi-final showdown with Crystal Palace, a big old... Yeah, you heard it on yesterday's podcast. Former Eagles owner Simon Jordan called for clarity from the FA to get fans from both sides in to watch the game. There's not going to be a shortage of people that can pick up the tickets. You give allocations to clubs, you give allocations to dignitaries. What we don't want is a stadium full of people that are sort of the liggers of football that hang on around it and get the corporate tickets yeah. and get around it and all the FA badges and all the FA ties. We don't want those guys in there. True. We want the people that True. support the clubs. Yeah. So in an ideal world, the FA have got to grow up and the government and say, our job is to make sure that the transfer of this ownership isn't in any shape or form benefiting a Russian owner, right? So that's the key component. But that doesn't mean you stop them from taking revenue. And the laughable thing is, Jim, the money that you got from that game against Middlesbrough, 45% of it went to Chelsea anyway because the gate receipts are split. So the fans that were paying 20 quid a ticket, Mm. £9 of that money was going to Chelsea. So how have you stopped Chelsea from getting money out of a game? Have you ever heard anything so, so ridiculous? Now, after Arsenal beat Aston Villa at the weekend, Gabby Agbonlahor told Game Day Your Verdict that he felt the Gunners players over-celebrated after the match. That's, of course, the former Aston Villa captain. However, breakfast host and Arsenal fan Laura Woods disagreed with Gabby. This should be a good old listen. Five straight away victories for the Gunners for the first time since 2015. This is a club at the beginning of the season. Nobody would have given them a shot at top four. Nobody at all. Everybody written them off, including myself as an Arsenal fan. And I actually wouldn't accept it for a very long part of the season. I just didn't think that, that they necessarily had it in them. I thought that the teams around them had strengthened too much, had too much quality and, and far better resources to allow Arsenal in, in that way. It's a club and a fan base as well that I think for large swathes of the last four or five years, maybe even six years since we dropped out the Champions League, have been quite divided. And now they look like a club that are much more unified. The way they celebrated at the end of the game is like they'd won the Champions League. You know, we were right behind the fans. It was like they'd won the league, not beating Aston Villa, a team that they should be beating. If you're not allowed to celebrate your wins, however big or however small <coughs> they are, what's the point in going to football? If you're not allowed to celebrate a goal in a game that you might lose, just in case you lose it, if you're not allowed to celebrate a win in a season that you're going to top four, you may, you might not. Should we just wait until the end of the 38 game? season and then celebrate where we are in the league it doesn't really work like that they had a clean sheet as well against the team Aston Villa aren't mugs and they've significantly invested in their own right so it's not like you're saying that we're playing against a team that are bottom of the league or something like that Aston Villa are a good side now staying with Arsenal Villa boss Steven Gerrard 
said after the game that Bukayo Saka needs to get used to being kicked. That's nice. Well, here's some former pros, Jamie O'Hara and Andy Townsend on my show, agreeing with Steven Gerrard's comments. Bukayo Saka with yet another magic moment in their pursuit of a return to the Champions League. Okay, Osaka, brilliant young player. He's playing outstanding. He's been part of the, one of the major contributors to the, to the resurgence of Arsenal recently. I think he's been truly outstanding. However, do not start whinging about that. That will only invite more attention, more people getting in and around him, more people wanting to boot him, put him down, disappoint him, frustrate him, wind him up. I think Ronaldo, if you ask Man United fans, when he first came through the door, he you know, started to try and do a, a, too much of that. And he was very quickly, look, listen, you need to get over that. You need to be above that. You've got to be better than that. But I think Stephen is exactly right. Listen, son, if you're going to be the player that everyone thinks you're going to be, then get used to it. Get used to it. What are you going to do? Allow Saka just run rings around you? Yeah, do you know what I mean? No, he's a top player. He's going to be a world-class player. What are you going to do? Just yeah. let him have the ball and let him do what he wants to do. No, you're going to get stuck into him. When you walk out on a football pitch, it's 1v1. Your player who's playing against me in that position ain't beating me today. And if he does, I'm walking off that pitch with him. I'm not shaking people's hands after the game. Get me off the pitch. If he's got the better of me, I don't want to talk to anyone. That's what's changed in the game and it does my head in. On now to Jason Cundy and Dean Saunders on Andy Goldstein Sports Bar. We're like different gravy now under our tower. Like we've got steeliness to us. Like even our last 13 games, we've won 10 of them. We've got 13 clean sheets already this season. We know where we're going. We're heading in the right direction. The most important thing that it was unity around the club and a sense of a direction and belonging. And genuinely, like Arteta, this is like going to be a big call. But I think he's like, I think he's just like Pep. And genuinely, like Arteta, I think, I think he's, he's just, just like, like Pep. Pep. I think he's just like Pep, honestly. The way he coaches and the way he... Hang on a minute, Josh. Just like Pep. Josh, no, no, Josh, just, just like tell Pep. the truth, Josh, right? Just You've like got Pep. to tell the truth on this one. Have you shouted in the crowd, Arteta out, at any point? Yeah, of course he is. Not once, you know. Not, not once. once. Uh, not once. A lot, a lot of us, like the vast majority of us, like knew, knew the situation, where we were heading. <laughs> <laughs> Now, following England's disappointing Six Nations, where they finished a rather dismal third, or the bronze medal, as I like to call it, some pundits have called for the head of the head coach, Eddie Jones, and for him to step down from his role. On breakfast, England prop, Joe Marler, said all the players are behind the Australian. Must look a bit weird. Have you at any point, including this morning, considered your position? Uh, no, no, not at all, mate. He's got full support of the players. He's proved in the past that he's capable of doing it. We're fully behind him that we've got, what, eight, how long is it How long's it now? 16, 18 months to the World Cup. And I think I, I was asked, actually, during during the campaign, well, England finished in the final, uh, lost in the final of the World Cup and seemed to have gone backwards, whereas every other team seems to have gone forwards. And I'm like, OK, hang on a minute, how am I going to answer this? He's, he's really caught me off guard. And I went, well, if you're basing it on our performance at the World Cup in 2019 and you're, you're, you're moaning about the results that are going on now, but you're basing it on the World Cup, then surely you've got to wait until the next World Cup until you make an actual assessment of what you think. Otherwise, you can't use the 2019 to hark back to all the, all the time. So, yeah, I guess that's, that's it. He's got the full full support of the team and we've got a World Cup to, to build towards. So the first step on that is Australia. Now hold that, please. Level five, thank you. 
Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi, nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertz and the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertz and the Channelized Bimbingus of the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. So England drew yet another test with the Windies, meaning Thursday's match will be the decider, live and exclusive on TalkSport 2. England legend and formerly of this parish... Sir Darren of Goff believes veteran fast bowlers Stuart Broadie Broad and James Andy Anderson will be delighted that they're not on the tour bowling on those flat pitches. That strong stench of a draw that we smelt since Friday has definitely turned out to be it. If you're writing a script, if you're Stuart Broad and James Anderson and you were moaning, 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 you didn't get picked for this tour, I'm sure those two are at home now laughing their heads off the antetable on them two pitches. Because if they would have gone there, right, just let's look at it, they could have gone there and that would have been the end of their test careers. But now people are saying, why aren't Anderson and Brock yeah. playing? Yeah. Because we don't look like bowling them out. So I think it's done them a favour. And on the batting side, if you're going to be an opener and come into a side on two pitches that you could take around with you, as long as you've got patience, the last two pitches would have been perfect for anybody to bat on. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the Talk Apple, wherever you get your podcasts from. I hope you care. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show at 4pm today, alongside Super Charlie Austin. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talks about Daily Podcasts at first in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day, and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. The Talk Sport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. 
for full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.